What's up, everybody? This is Brian Evans, and I just wanted to let you guys know today's episode is basically a kind of a companion piece to last week's episode. We touch on age for a bunch of different reasons that I think are important, but um, I really am focused on this theme about audience. Uh, I wanted to kind of reiterate it a little bit through uh, the lens of age, so I hope you guys enjoy it. I'm going to hit you guys with um, some information about this free mini course that we have going, and then we're going to get into the episode, so hang in there. And enjoy the episode. For you guys out there who really want to start creating your own material, but you haven't got a clue where to begin. Well, we got something for you guys. It's a mini course I put together called How to Start. It gets to the heart of what it is you need to do. If you don't even have an idea yet, this course is going to help you to take the first few steps to get to a project uh, that you can create that's going to be specific to you, that's going to show your unique skills as an actor off to the world, attract those agents, managers, uh, an audience for you. It really can do that for you. If you guys follow the steps. So you're going to go to actorsrevolution.net forward slash start. That's actorsrevolution.net forward slash start. You'll have all the information right there. You can jump right in the course. Absolutely free, guys. Free mini course for you guys to get yourself started in creating your own material. Go to actorsrevolution.net forward slash start actorsrevolution.net forward slash start. We'll see you on the inside. What's up, everybody? This is Brian Evans. You're listening to the Actors Revolution podcast, where we bring you the information you need to blow up as an actor by creating your own material. On today's show, we're going to be discussing a question that barrels around in the head of a lot of actors. Probably uh, you've had this question uh, many times, and I know I have. Uh, You know, the question is, when is it too late? Well, too late for what? too late to have the success that they envision for themselves and that's the question that really bangs around in a lot of actors heads because the industry is very very skewed towards youth um and that's you know the way it is and it's been that way for a very very long time a lot of us just accepted the fact that um to to get older in this business means to have less opportunity and that's not necessarily the case it really just depends upon how you look at things on today's show we're going to get into the nitty-gritty about uh what it means to be too late what is causing us to i guess have to adhere or bend to the industry version uh, of what is real in terms of age and what is not because obviously we all know that people live lives beyond the age of 25 or 30 or 35 and so why is it that we have to worry about getting older when there should be stories for every age hmm. well let's talk about that a little bit in addition to how we can become ageless as actors with a simple decision that we can make right now actors revolution podcast is it too late check it out as actors the idea the idea is to take back control we don't have to be at the behest of the industry anymore it's something that if every actor switched their mindset and decided to become entrepreneurial with their specific skills as actors they would have so much more power that is what actors revolution is about For most actors, especially those that are not finding success as quickly as they'd hoped, time seems like it's your enemy. You know, with each day, with a week, month, year that goes by, you may be feeling like, oh, my God, I'm not I'm not going to make it. You know that. Oh, maybe no actor ever starts this late and has a real career or I'm starting to look older. And I wonder if they're noticing at auditions or, or things that I do when I show up. You know, it creates anxiety. It eats away at our confidence and it can even cause us to misread the room 
when we walk in to do an audition, what people are reacting to or to get us to tell ourselves that our age is responsible for our recent failures. You know, and, and you walk into any audition room, you may or may not get the role for a million reasons. But if you start thinking about things in terms of your age too much, which can, which can easily happen for an actor, you know, whether it's true or not, it starts to become a self-fulfilling prophecy. So, you know, how would you like to be ageless? As an actor, most of us as actors, hell, as people would take someone up on that if they offered that and they actually thought it was true. Well, I'll tell you, it is true, actually, at least when it comes to acting. Now, why does age matter? Age is a funny thing when it comes to acting. Most of us have accepted, you know, the fact that age is a factor when it comes to a successful acting career. If you don't make it by, who knows, late 30s or even maybe as late as 35 or so, your prospects become slimmer for success in leading roles. And that number is split along gender lines for women. The age might be a few years younger than that. And that's true because those making and distributing films and television at the highest level are looking to satisfy audiences along demographic norms. You know, without turning this episode into a big marketing class, suffice it to say that most often from the time a film is conceptualized, someone's trying to figure out how to sell it and who to sell it to. The age groups at 35 or younger are the most desirable because they include the groups that are most likely to spend their disposable cash on going to the movies. This is a little bit of an oversimplification, but it is a fact. An idea might be interesting, but if it can't be broken down into a little box to figure out its appeal to those who are going to pay that $12 to $15 uh, at the theater to watch it, many times it won't even get made. I know theaters aren't as big a deal right now because of COVID, but when this is all over with COVID, I'm sure that they're going to be back and probably they're going to explode because we now realize how much we miss it. And obviously, the 12 to $15 at the theater is not the only way that we pay for movies. We pay for them through our subscriptions to Netflix or to Amazon Prime or to HBO or to Disney+. Plus. They're getting our money one way or the other, and they want to make sure that we're ready to watch. So if you're an amazing actor, but you sit above that age line, and haven't shown up in a way that demonstrates you have an audience that will show up for you consistently, you're too much of a risk to many productions to put any major role in front of you. They want to make money. And that's just part of the game. So how do we become ageless? Well, we do it through creation. Now, why does creation level the playing field? It's a little bit of a cheat to say that creation in and of itself magically makes actors bulletproof to the normal, or should I say accepted boundaries that the actors accept when it comes to the industry, including age. But our dependence on the U.S. system of film and television production, i.e. the industry as the sole employer, that's our problem, guys. Because we have to break down what the industry is. And what it does in order for this to make sense. The industry creates, or should I say produces, ideas for film and television projects. They basically either hire writers or find spec scripts. And that's a script that's been written by a writer on his own time for no money. And then they buy that script. When they buy it, when they buy it, and how they buy it is a subject for another podcast. There's a whole lot that goes into that. But then they spend the time and the money to produce that script. Then they promote that production to the world. Then they distribute that production. And at that point, the world buys it. Whether that be you putting down your $15 at a local Cineplex like we talked about, or your subscription to your Netflix or your Amazon. So as actors, we want to act. Completely different motivation. We not only want to act, but most of us out here auditioning want to get paid and we want to get paid well. So most of us don't consider ourselves successful until we're getting paid at least a very comfortable living with some regularity to do what we love. And that's fine. I think it's a terrific goal to shoot for. Dave Chappelle once said during a conversation with his father in his younger days, when he was talking to him about, you know, being an aspiring comedian, his dad was talking about, he just had some doubts about him becoming, quote unquote, successful and making it. 
And Dave said to his dad that if he can make a living like a salary of a bus driver, for example, with his comedy, where he could support himself without taking any other job, he would consider himself successful. And I'm paraphrasing a little bit. Now, his dad replied that if that's the way he looked to success, then he had a really good shot at it. And I think a lot of us might take that as an option if we were asked. Success for us means a living doing work that we love. So here's the good part. Creation, and I mean targeted creation of your own material that makes use of your specific skills as an actor will switch the way this entire paradigm works for you. When you go out for an audition, you're saying, here's my resume and my headshot. Please, employer, like me enough to choose me for the job. That immediately begs the question that comes from the industry. Does this person fit into what we're creating? But when you take what you're good at and you create a piece of content, a film, a web series, a short, you're the creator. So the question disappears. It doesn't matter how old you are. The project will be tailor-made for someone your age with the interest in the subject that your piece covers. You get to share it with the world for free thanks to distribution channels like YouTube and Vimeo. That means anyone in the world can see it. You can send it to anyone you choose. And just like a larger project, you have the potential for it to reach millions of people. Now right here is where you get to start shaking things up. Once you distribute it, you'll get one or two or 10 or 200 people who will like it. Piece of advice, guys. You must get these people on an email list of some kind so that you can reach out to them directly when you have another piece of material and ask them to share it with anyone they know or who might appreciate it, because that's how you start to build an audience. This is a key part of a larger strategy that I'm calling the Actors Revolution Blueprint. Now, I'll reference where you can find out more about that at the end of the episode. But notice the word that I used here. The word was audience, because audience is what the industry usually controls. It's the very reason why working within and for the industry is an attractive thing for actors. They will put me in front of an audience, and they will if they choose you, but only if they choose you. But I want you to choose you. Now, my way, it's slower because you have to build that audience over time, but you're gonna get some invaluable things in return, okay? It can be infinitely more powerful to do it this way if you do it right. Now, if you do this, you've taken up the roles of finance, production, distribution, and as a result, the ownership. So now the final decision on everything is yours. Not sure if that sounds good to you or not. Maybe it sounds a little scary. I don't know. But I look at it as a good thing. Now, if you think back to a few minutes ago, I broke down what the industry is and what it does. It included coming up with ideas, which becomes a script, finance that script, they produce it, they distribute it, and they've done all those things, and so they own it. Well, if you've done all those things yourself, then you own it. Now, if you do this at the right budget, and this is going to be a small one when you first start out, guys, make no mistake about it, and that's actually a good thing, so I'll explain why later. But if you build yourself an audience with the skills that you have as an actor, with work that is tailor-made for you, which it will be because you're going to be the one making those decisions, and you continue to build an audience, do you know what's going to happen? You'll ultimately become incredibly valuable to the industry that you want to become a part of. You know why? It's because the industry would much rather have an actor with several episodes or even seasons of a web series with 200,000 followers that know and love her for the work and the brand that she's created as an actor than some kind of new actor that they have to take a chance on, that they have to build that audience for. The industry hates taking chances underscore this. This is a huge advantage for you because you believe in you. So you're going to be willing to take a chance on yourself. You're going to be doing it at a small level at first. You're going to create an audience, no matter how small, but you're a good actor. 
I believe that. I can hear it and feel it in my soul. So if you're a good actor, and if you're not, get yourself in class right now. If you're not confident in your acting skills, do not do this until you go ahead and get yourself some skills. So get into class right now, stop the podcast, and go do that. But for those of you who are still with me, who know that your skills are great, but you just haven't been given a chance just yet, this is a way that you can give yourself a chance. The industry doesn't like taking chances. That's why every year there are 50,000 remakes, reboots, movies based on toys or video games and just about anything else you can name. They want to make something with a built-in audience. You have the means to do that, your built-in audience, and you can do it right now without them. Now, I can hear you guys out there saying, yeah, that sounds good, Brian, but isn't that a whole lot of work? Well, that sounds like it's going to take forever. But first of all, if you wanted to, you could come up with an idea on Monday, write it on Tuesday, polish that script on Wednesday, connect with a crew of two or three people on Thursday, secure a location, whether that's indoors or outdoors on Friday, shoot that project on Saturday. And a few days later, you can have a complete project. You know how I know? Because I've done it. And of course, I'm talking about something short, like a short film or a web series episode. And moving that quickly can be fun, guys. We all know that if you want to start a project like this, it can take months before you ever see it get finished. You don't have to move that slow. By doing it at this small budget level with short films, you can make many projects. With those projects, you're going to get lots of feedback. You're going to learn what's good, what audiences react to. Now, a big part of doing this, guys, is to make this a strategy. That means you're going to repeat it over and over again. You're going to make these small pieces, get feedback, go back in, make more small pieces. You're going to create this thing that is really going to develop into something that is a tailor-made fit for you. That's going to fit you like a glove. And then when you build up the audience, that's the right size. And I don't know if that's going to be 10,000, 50,000, 100,000, 200,000. It could be, who knows, 11 million like Issa Rae did. And if you've listened to previous podcasts, you'll get that information on her story. Uh, If you haven't, I'll repeat it another time. But the big point of all of this is to remember that you're going to build this work that's tailor-made for you, that deals with your culture and your gender and your neighborhood where you grew up, uh, your state or your city, your likes and dislikes. Nobody's going to be able to play those roles that you create for yourself better than you can. And that's going to be obvious to the person that comes along because believe me, when the audience builds to the level that you want it to, and it's oddly going to happen most likely when you're not even worried about it anymore where you're really just having a great time making your work, which is like a side effect for doing this kind of thing. Somebody's going to knock on your door and they're going to realize that nobody could play that role better than you. And so when they do approach you to put that work out, they're going to want to keep you a part of that work. They're going to have you involved in the production of that work. They're going to have you involved in the writing of that work. They're going to have you involved in just about every decision. Do you know why? Because they don't know how to do it. Not like you do for this audience. Now, if you are the only person that can create this work the way that you create this work, and you're the actor who's going to star in this work, you become so much more valuable to the industry. And then your age, your looks, none of that stuff matters anymore because you're a unique entity unto yourself. We've seen it happen with a bunch of different actors. Sylvester Stallone oddly did it way back in the 70s. He wrote this script. And don't get me wrong, they thought 
they could find someone that would fit that role. First of all, I would I would venture to guess that if they had replaced Sylvester Stallone with one of the other actors that they had mentioned, the film would not have been a big hit. But that is my own speculation. But I must say that he wrote that role with himself in mind. He knew what his own nuances were. He knew what his strengths were. He knew what he would be able to perform on screen in a way that touched the audiences that watched that film. He was right. And he insisted upon staying a part of that film, even when they were offering him, I don't know, hundreds of thousands of dollars to sell it. He kept the script. He insisted that he be a part of it. And the film outperformed anybody's expectations and became an Academy Award winner. I don't know what to tell you guys other than to tell you that you guys have so much more in you than you realize. You're not just actors, you're creators, you're storytellers, you're stronger than people realize. You have more creative talent and power than than maybe you even realize. And if you can just step into who you are, you can change your life and career today. Today, all the anxiety you're feeling about your age or any other aspect of who you are will disappear when you begin to create because you're going to put the work in and you're going to create from the perspective of what's valuable about you, your idiosyncrasies that you might think don't fit into the world that the industry is creating, but it fits into your world. And because we live in the world that we do right now, you guys can connect directly with an audience because that's all the industry is. It's your bridge to an audience. You realize that, don't you? All they do is create the financing and production to connect you with an audience. But we don't need $10 million to make a movie anymore. We don't need $10,000 to make a movie anymore. We can make something short today for a few hundred dollars. And we can start the process of connecting with the people that are going to be our fuel to success. So I don't want to belabor the point. I think you guys got what I'm trying to say. You can become ageless by creation. I hope you guys take me up on it. And if any of you guys are out there right now thinking, I would love to get started making my own material, but I don't know how. Well, I've got something for you, okay? I've got a short mini course for you, five sessions, totally 1,000% free. It's called How to Start. Look into the show notes here. We're going to have the link for you guys to check that out immediately. I believe this is the future of what acting is and how to get into a successful acting career. Instead of waiting around for an audition to show up so that you can compete with everybody out there, to create material that's tailor-made for you, find your own audience, and then have the industry come to you. Guys and gals out there, I know that I'm stuck on this audience uh, theme uh, for the last couple of weeks, but I really do feel that if you understand your relationship with the industry and what they're looking for, which is to get more eyeballs on whatever uh, screen that they're showing their material on, then you're going to be able to use that information to get what you need as an artist from this industry. So I hope you guys do take action on some of the things that we talked about today. Actors Revolution podcast, when is it too late? Here's a wrap.
What up guys, this is Brian Evans and I wanna introduce you guys to something new that I'm doing. I got my new texting community. For all you guys who have questions or wanna discuss something that has to do with film or just wanna shout out and find out more about what kind of special offers we have going right now at Actors Revolution, my number is 646-328-6945. That's 646-328-6945. Hit me up with a quick text and ask me any questions you wanna ask. I'll be sending out my favorite quotes, different offers that we have, uh, things that'll help you along in your journey to create your own material. We're here to help you guys and I want to be able to give you that easy access to me. Again, the number is 646-328-6945. Hit me up when you can. Send me a message. I'll send you a message back just so that you know that I got it. You can add me to your list. I'll add you to my list and we'll be in communication, guys. So hit me up when you can. Text me 646-328-6945 and I'll talk to you soon.